Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Phil, your bowls form has got to be one of the most sensational things. What a turnaround. Hey, I... Just a little bit more spare time I, now, Rick. I even cut the results out of Wednesday's paper. I saw them lying out here. Absolutely. I, saw, I found them in the toilet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not. Yeah, I, no, honestly, good win. Good win Wednesday. Look, let me, let me tell our listeners. Yep. Uh, Paynham, 120. Brackets 18, whatever that means. I've got no 18 idea. points. 18 points. Defeated club hole fast, 87, two points. Yeah, that's a thrashing. That is a thrashing. Yep. And look, Fechner playing number one. Yeah, well, that's lead. That's that. <laughs> no big deal in that one. No, but, but you, good you, win. You, you've one come by six. One by six. Sad day, Rick, got to tell you. Beat Salisbury again this year. It's us or Salisbury that go down this week. Yes. It, uh, it's a big big week for us, Summerton at Summerton. Well, so um, it's a big ask, but well, we've got to win. Well, Phil, I can only say one thing at this point in time. What would that be, Rick? If ever there's anyone who will be able to handle that pressure, it will be you. I can't agree with you more, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that bowls. we've got over a bowl, yep. see, I mean, that didn't sorry, folks, that we just have to do it because he's got <laughs> so big-headed lately. He's won two in a row. He can't <laughs> help himself. <laughs> now, AFL Skipper's Survey. We yes. Must, we must be getting close to the start of the season. Next week, Thursday. I know. Are you excited? Or I'm excited. We'll no? do our tips on air quickly here well, today. Well, we will done. indeed. But let's just have a look at the analysis, say, of some of the things that these skippers... Okay. you read them out to me. Well, which seven other clubs do you think can make this year's top eight? Ooh. Really, they, they've been pretty conservative, I think, in their choices. Um, because not all the clubs, I guess, because of COVID, could send their captain. Uh, I think there was only a dozen of them there. But anyway, um, 17 votes to Brisbane, Geelong, Port Adelaide and Richmond. Yeah, pretty pretty reasonable. That. Nothing um, really sort of upsetish about that. Um, and nothing, this, the second rung, West Coast Eagles, 15. Now, the one that might come as a little bit of a surprise, also on 15, St Kilda. No, not really. Oh, Recruited right. pretty well over there. Oh, have they? Yep. Yeah, right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Tipping him this week to beat GWS, Rick. That's not what you told me the other day. <laughs> Little change. Are you following me? <laughs> <laughs> now, after that, it's a sort of also ran, which which doesn't all go well for the year's competition, that yep. that uh, it jumps from 15 down to nine. So, so basically, who's nine? Who's well, the next best? Uh, Western Bulldogs. Uh, yeah. And then on eight, Collingwood. Um, and um, <laughs> would you believe Adelaide did not get a vote? No vote. No vote. That's probably fair one, enough. Though. One went to Carlton, Essendon, Fremantle, Hawthorne and Melbourne. Ooh. Adelaide are the only side not. Wow. Yep. And... Um, well, Hawthorne right down there, they reckon. So, oh, yeah, I that mean, surprises no, me. Almost a rebuilding oh. stage, but oh. you never write them off. <laughs> you're Super a, coach. You're a brave man to ever write yep. Hawthorne off, I reckon. And while we're talking about those before and we get back onto the skippers, uh, I saw a bloke in the paper the other day, and he wrote a, a little comment that 
ESPN footy tips rates Port Adelaide at seven fifty to win the premiership. Yeah. The Crows at a hundred and one dollars. How good is that? <laughs> well, I wonder what name that was under in the paper. No, I don't know. I can't okay. recall. But, um, uh, but what, listeners, I'm, we... I'm back on the band. I'm a port man now. Oh, no. <laughs> I loved it when you weren't. Um, listeners, I've got to say it on air. Oh, here we go. There's a $20 bet, isn't there, Rick? There is an $20 official $20 bet, bet. Between you and me yeah. on our footy tips. At, Last at, year, I almost got only $10 paid off of you. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> the producer was on my side. Yeah, I, I know. What's it, wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> it's as if I had a relationship with her. <laughs> um, <laughs> $20 at the end of the minor round or at the end of the finals? No, we went into minor round. End of minor yeah, round. End of minor right. round. Okay, yep. so everyone's yep. officially on the wagon there. Which other club is most likely to reach the grand final in 2021? And the recipients from the captains say seven for Richmond, five for Brisbane, three for Port, two for Geelong, and one for West Coast. Now... Uh, oh. That probably isn't surprising, except no. to the hierarchy at Port Adelaide, who reckon they're going to win three yeah, premierships three in, in five, five years. years. That's a big call, I isn't have it? Said that. I don't think I would have said no. that either. You know, I mean, no. I think let's get one. Public relations would suggest that let's get one under a bit. It almost it almost puts you in the big head category. So what else have we got? Which player from another club do you think will win the Brownlow Medal in twenty twenty one? I mean, you know. Rafferty rules here, but Marcus uh, Pontebelli has got six. Then um, Patrick Cripps and Nat 5-3. Lockie Neal, two. And then Dusty Martinolli wines. Uh, O'Meara and McRae, one each. Nothing pretty sensational there. Uh, Who's going to win the Coleman medal? Charlie. No. Oh. (laughs) Who's your second choice? Hawkins. Tommy, the Tomahawk. Big Tomahawk. He's got eight votes and Charlie's got four. Jeremy Cameron's got two. Then it goes down to Joe Danaher. That's assuming he plays a game. Uh, Tom Papley, Lance Franklin. <laughs> he, he well, how's he, he going? Played. He yeah. hasn't played for two Lance, years, has he? <laughs> Gee whiz. He must be just about out of that 10-year deal he got at <sighs> Sydney. He hasn't played he has, for three. He hasn't. He hasn't. No. So anyway, so we will save our tips until a little bit later yep. on. But to be honest, the, the, the I mean, there's been a lot of publicity about uh, pre-season and preparation. But I honestly think that the biggest AFL challenge for this season is a word called concussion. 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 What? More or less? <laughs> I, I think we're sitting on uh, the proverbial hornet's nest when it comes to concussion. I've actually spoken briefly about it before and written about it, but um, we're already faced with it. First of all, um, there is undoubtedly a problem of brain cellular damage if you get hit mm-hmm. badly yeah. enough, or it seems now regularly enough, even at sub concussion level, uh, that later in life you have a consequence of possibly dementia or other areas of damage. Now, before the season started, headline in the paper the other day, he may or may not play. 
the AFL are really about to be put into a test case situation because, uh, as our listeners, I'm sure, are aware, uh, as a, res- a response or reaction to concussion questions, they have doubled the time off required from six days yep. to 12. Yep. Now, uh, already prior to the season uh, proper starting, um, Stephen May, Melbourne defender... Yep. He got concussed last week, so he's automatically on the 12-day roundabout. The questions are about, you know, assessing him, how good it is, uh, and it so happens that the 12 days is right on the due date for when Melbourne play their first round game against oh, yeah. Frio. <clears throat> he can be, evidently, according to the book of rules that they've just written, um, he can be named in the Melbourne side. But then on the day of the game, he's got to be assessed and go through this and that and how many fingers have you got and all that. And I've He got might f- be able to count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they've taken that into account yeah. with these footballers. Might have nothing to do with concussion. No. But anyway, so it's interesting that this dilemma concerning concussion... Mm. And the control or attempted control of it has really reared its head before the season has actually properly got underway. Now, just to add to that, yes, it seems that there is a move which will be an incredible radical move if it comes about that the financial responsibilities of concussion are really going to come to the fore. Um, as, a res- as a result of a billion dollar... A what? Billion, not million, billion, billion dollar wow. lawsuit settlement um, in America to retired NFL footballers through brain damage injury, $1 billion the payout's been... There are calls now that association football. What? What so- do you mean? Like, soccer. Soccer. Oh, yeah. soccer, yeah. yeah. It's called soccer. No in, contact. Now, yeah, yeah. Interesting, con- interesting sidelight here. Lots of people infer that soccer was a term created in America or Australia or Canada uh, for association football, which is the official name. But in fact, soccer is an English term uh, that that was derived to uh, point out the difference in codes. I mean, we, we've got more football codes, and, and it's, it's pretty... Can't mm. call them all just football. No. But anyway, what they did way back in 1863, when they first juggled the, and officially released and printed the, the rules for association football, mm-hmm. two, interesting, or two interesting rules were in it. One is that at one stage you could actually run with the ball in your hands, and the other one was that you could hack. What? Hack. Hack. Yeah. Simple, really. If Blake's got the ball, you just kick him in the shins. <laughs> really? Yeah, pretty effective. Well, I don't know, they wouldn't have had shin guards or anything no, back then. No. Anyway, what they did was, uh, in the final set of rules that were accepted, they got rid of ball carrying yep. with the hands, and... They got rid of hacking. Now, one can only assume that they got rid of hacking because they considered it 
to be dangerous, mm. which is a pretty fair call. Yep. How would you be with that? Oh. Now, here's another little piece of trivia. Back in the very, very early days of them tossing around what rules they'd have for Australian rules football. Yeah. In the in some of the very early versions, hacking was allowed in that too. Really? Yeah. And they got rid of that. Now, my argument would be that because of the legal aspects of concussion, right, we've drifted mm -hmm. away and come back again. I reckon if the gurus who wrote the original rules to association football were aware of the dangers of hacking, if they had the medical knowledge and research available to them that we have today, they would not have allowed heading to take place in a game of soccer. Oh, easy, Rick. Put a helmet on. Oh, Philip, a helmet is not going to help. A helmet does not prevent the brain bouncing around inside the skull. Well, you'd be right. <laughs> Why is that, Phil? <laughs> Go on, tell them. <laughs> I think they know. <laughs> anyway, I believe that inevitably... I'm not sure. I notice I said sooner or later, yep. heading will be banned in soccer because of the huge number of times. I mean, first of all, they practice heading. You can't head a ball mm. correctly if no, you don't practice that's it. Right. And even at this stage now, I think you'll find that at children's underage level in soccer, they supposedly have a limit on how many times they can practice heading the ball. And it's got, it can only go in one direction because if all the evidence says that constant impact to the skull will, even at minimal sub-concussion level, over time create severe brain damage, then they've got to get rid of it. Wow. I mean, for, simply because you can't afford... The it's a good part of soccer, though. Oh, it's spectacular, but, but, uh, but it's it's like anything, isn't it? I mean, you can change rules, and for the first, you know, umpteen weeks, months or something, people get upset about it, and then they just learn to accept look at it. the AFL, they change every year. Well, exactly. Two or three rules in every year. Or yeah, and so whatever. I don't... I, it will take away, because yep. some of the best goals I've oh, ever seen yeah, absolutely. are headers, but they'll, they'll learn yep. to accept, ad ad adapt... All yeah. those things. So, um, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I think money speaks all languages. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If they're going to have suing, a billion dollar suing, payout. That's right. And it's all very well for someone, one of our listeners right now, to think, oh, well, that happened in America. It won't happen here. Well, yeah. that's and simply not true. All that, all Everything that happens in America happens here. It's only yeah. that it happens a few years well, later. And as you said, like those Americans wear those great big helmets, yeah. so they can't do anything. No. If they're going to get these billion-dollar payouts, yeah. also they do nothing. Yeah. Well, the trouble, so, is, the trouble is that, that, that physiologically speaking, the, the reality is that the brain is not a fixed organ. It, as it yeah. were in layman's terms, floats inside the skull, uh, and so, therefore, any impact, whether it's to a helmet first and the skull second, it's transferred, and so the brain bounces around and gets damaged. I know a couple that should wear safety boots, and then their brain wouldn't get damaged because I reckon it's in their big toe. <laughs> That's another story, Rick. Oh, <laughs> you're on fire, don't you? You really are. Quickly, while we're on the AFL yes, and footy, yes. 
Paddy Ryder and Powell Pepper, both yes. time off. Yeah, it's. Um, a- I mean, Powell Pepper's injured anyway. He's got a broken hand at yes. the moment as we speak, but he's got other issues, personal issues, and as does Paddy. He hasn't seen his family apparently for nearly 12 months, some of them, and um, it's getting to him. So he wants to get home, and which I believe is here. Yes, I think it yeah, is. I yeah, think it, yeah, I'm it, pretty sure they said he's back in Adelaide. Uh, so, uh, um, I mean, and not going back to the concussion for the sake of it, but w- there is a lot more, as it were, caring in, well, inside yep. industry. Now, sport happens to be an industry, yep. and, and whether it's uh, for family reasons, whether it's for medical reasons, whether it's for occupational health and safety reasons, Things are changing. Yeah. And so um, my prediction is that, as I've said already, uh, it will be sooner than later that heading will be banned. Wow. There you go. You've heard it first on Sports oh. Central. Wow. There you go. You have. I, now, heard, I heard it first this morning when yeah. you told me. <laughs> now, Rick, have we got a joke? Now, we have. Now, okay. I'm sure that all our listeners will... Um, bend in, in with flexibility because traditionally the joke is about sport. Yes. Now, my argument would be that sport, health, fitness, and fitness are all part of the look same at parcel. Me. Well, Rick? look at you. You're yeah. a, as I cutting as I as admire your physique oh. as I sit across the as I just ate that chocolate from you. <laughs> chocolate what muffin one? Muffin. <laughs> anyway. I don't know whether you've caught up with this recent survey, but it's found that women who carry a little extra weight live longer than men who mention it. (laughs) I'm not going there. Yep, I reckon they're probably right with that. Well, our producer actually agreed with it too. (laughs) (laughs) That's where concussion probably comes into it again. It's all tied up together. Concussion, see? Kept it in there. We have. We, it, <laughs> and I'd just like to really, yes. uh, you know, officially, yep. while the show's still yep. running, yep. thank you genuinely right. for the amount of preparation you do for this show. Look, Rick, that's fine. Um, I've got a bit more time on my hands now. I came in with a blank piece of paper <laughs> today and I'm going out with one. So, Well, that's actually, folks, ahead of what used to happen <laughs> when he didn't even have the piece of paper. Yeah, but you supply the paper now. <laughs> Ah, dear. All right, until next week, this is Rick. This is Phil.